The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome to Might Be Brews. I'm your host, John. And uh, let's go around and introduce everybody tonight. Uh, Steve, what's going on, man? What's going on, everybody? I have off tomorrow, so we're getting we're, we're doing it up tonight. We're going hard. The uh, producer man, the man behind the board, my brother Taylor. What's up, buddy? What up? How you guys doing? <laughs> what up? I have work tomorrow, but I'm still drinking. Nice. <laughs> me too, me too. And we have a very special guest in the house tonight. Uh, our buddy Brett. What's going on, Brett? Hey, how's it going? Brett, Thanks for uh, having me on. Absolutely, man. Thanks, Thanks for, for, being, for here. being here. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Kilefner. Kilefner. Yeah. Okay. I look at it all the time and I'm like, eh, I'm going to stay away from that. <laughs> it's like, it's Brett. Luckily, I don't know any other yeah. Bretts. What one so T? One T. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about the last name at all. Look at the big brain on Brett. <laughs> Brett. Well, yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah. In the movie, it's Brad. Brad, yeah. I guess. But I, I, that's, that's what I thought of. I was like, oh, look at the big yeah. brain on Brad. No, I use that one a lot every time I see a Brad. Sorry, it's my favorite movie. It's all right. I can't help but like tie things to Pulp Fiction sometimes. It just happens. Oh, it's such a good movie. We'll talk about that one day. But hey, listen, everybody, follow us on social media. If you're listening, please um, check out our social media account. Whatever your preference is, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The uh, handle is at might be brews. Uh, also, check out the website, mbnnetwork.com. Uh, you can listen to our podcast right there on the site. Plus, there's links to all the other shows, so make sure you check all those out. And follow the network, too, at might be news 247 on right? twitter yeah on twitter yep. so you can follow them there as well you can search for the might be news network on facebook as well um and and when you go to any of these platforms that you want to stream from you'll just see a straight up list of chronological order of episodes that the network puts out um take a look take a listen a whole bunch of stuff there absolutely so uh, let's go ahead and uh, crack a beer. We're going to do things a little bit backwards. We're going to start with Drink It or Sink It. So, um, Steve, you brought Drink It or Sink It this week. What did you bring? Yeah, it's my turn for Drink It or Sink It. We're doing a little classic uh, Pilsner. We're going with the Victory Prima Pils. Nice. I wanted to bring this for a couple reasons, and I want to have everybody drink it before I go into those reasons. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, um, Brett, let's talk to you for a minute. Uh, let's learn a little bit about you. I, I brought you up on a previous episode. Um, you ran the New York Marathon recently, right? I did. So, um, how was that? How do you, how, how did what, what did it take to? I mean, there's a million questions <laughs> that uh, that you can ask about somebody who's into to doing marathons. But um, what made you want to do the New York Marathon? Ah. Uh- I had a bunch of uh, different reasons why uh, I ended up choosing that. Uh, it's a big race. Um, meant a lot to run for uh, uh, my uh, wife's sister. Um, right. So I, I wanted to kind of dedicate that race to her. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a marathon's never easy, but uh, yeah, to get out there, you know, it's always fun to uh, to see everybody out celebrating, and then after you're done, you get to celebrate with them. Yeah, absolutely. How many, how many different marathons have you run? What's your total marathon count? I've run ten. Uh, I've done six different ones. So better man than I. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. You know, it's crazy. I, I always feel like people who are um, 
marathon runners it's just I, I guess like there's that stigma around it or or the um i don't know what you would call it but every time you talk to somebody uh they, they want to put it in your face that they're marathon runners sometimes you know what i mean they have the stickers on their car and they always want to talk about it and and whatever but i had no idea that you ran i remember we were drinking beers out back of my house the one time and i was like dude what do you do to stay in shape like I'm sure that we probably drank similar amount of beers, you know, in a week, let's say. And how are you so fit? And you were like, I ran 16 miles today. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I keep it under wraps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, that's that's pretty sweet. So um, I, I know we kind of talked about it on the podcast uh, before when I brought it up. But um, what, what do you do to prepare for something like that? How often were you running? I run six days a week. Um and it just kind of progressively gets more and more and more until the till race day. Yeah. Do, do, do you watch your diet at all? Do you eat any differently or or drink less as it gets closer to race time? I probably drink more. I gotta gotta start carbo loading. So yeah. The farther you go, the more you can drink. Right. That's interesting. That's so crazy. <laughs> now, now that you you're done the race, how much are you running? N- nowhere near what I was uh, doing previously. Yeah. I was uh, doing. I don't know, 50, 60 miles a week. And now I maybe do like 10. Yeah. Just, just enough That's to get still a lot. But is it like a passion? Do you just like, do you get excited? Oh yeah. Like wake up and run and uh, I don't not, I do not like getting uh, out of bed and running. Right. I, I enjoy the afternoon run uh, okay. when, when possible. Um, no, there's no uh, waking up early and running that, that brings a smile to my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it needs to be done. But I hear you. No, man, I, I keep talking about it. I'm going to, I want to like pull the trigger. I just, I can't remember the last time I've been able to run a mile. Yeah. We talked about it. We'll get you out there. Train like, I kind of want to make that a goal. Maybe like a, a new year's thing, maybe, but like, could you imagine, you know what I mean? Like you I, running a marathon or no, me not, running a, a marathon. Not, a, not a marathon, but like even yourself, I'm sure that you and I have, have similar, um, you know, ac- you know, workout routines going yeah. right now yeah where, where it doesn't exist it's just not yeah <laughs> but like could you imagine being able to run a mile right now no like i ran across the street to get out of traffic you know just, just I mean, to, I could, yeah i could and, imagine and that wasn't easy yeah i could imagine it's sucking am i being chased bad for me. <laughs> we can make that happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I think that'd be a, a neat goal to kind of see like just to get yourself to the point where you could easily run a mile i think that'd be cool you know probably, what I mean? probably easily jog a mile on an elliptical you think Probably ellipticals aren't bad. No, it's I've, it's nice. It's good yeah, on it's, it's easy, but I think it'd be nice to get outside and and do that. But but enough about that. Let's uh let's get back to business with these beers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Bring it around. Bring it around. All right, all right, all right. So mm. the first thing I notice about this beer is how clear it is. It's crystal clear. I mean, you can read the newspaper through that bad boy. Yeah. yeah. Really good. 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 So so one of the reasons I wanted to bring this beer is, to me, this is the softest introduction to a hop flavor you can get to. I can see that, yeah. It's, it's, it's got that classic Pilsner lager taste, but at that very back end, you just get that little bit of bitterness, that little bit of crispness, a little bit of, I'd call it an earthy kind of flowery kind of back note. Yeah. And to me, that's the start of hops. Okay. When you start really, and someone like like Taylor who doesn't 
typically get the IPAs. Right. Typically IPAs and him aren't marrying right now. Right. I think this is a good way to get him into that and and kind of lay the groundwork. Yeah. I don't what, what what's I mean Brett you do some home brewing um but what what's lagering? What what's different about the process of brewing a lager? Do you know versus like a a, a pale ale or something else, uh, you know, an IPA? I know the uh basic gist is that lagers are uh, brewed and fermented cold or at like 40 degrees or something like that whereas ales are warmer so like instead of keeping like uh your fermenter at room temperature and and dry hopping it or whatever you know you're just you're taking a lager and and you're like refrigerating it as it's yeah and uh i don't know which one does it but one ferments at the bottom versus the top of the the pretty sure lager is the bottom yeah okay that's as far as i know How's it doing that? Because of temperature or, or is, is it a different kind of yeast that's, that's sitting at the bottom? A different strain of yeast. Wow. That's some fascinating stuff. Science bomb. Science bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think? Is this a, is this a drink it or is this a sink it? This is a, this is a drink it for sure for me. Awesome. Uh, You'd pound but, a couple? Yeah, I would definitely. But it's funny that you, Steve, uh, described the way that you did. Because I... In my mind, I was like, "All right," and I call I call all these beers weirdo beers because I just I could care less. Well, what you know, what I'm drinking, and uh, um, I don't get past like the Yingling at the bar usually. However, recently we have been more adventurous, right? I will say that. Yeah, I will say that. Um, but I feel like all the beer that like I I claim to not like has like the same general taste foundation. Right there's okay. like there's some taste that's always there. Yeah. And this has like the slightest tiniest hint of it. Otherwise, it is like a straight up like a beer that I would normally just get and just pound or whatever if I'm into that. So this is really good. This is really good. It just has like that like you said, it's like the first little tippy toe into just, that world. So wow. You're not jumping in the pool, you're just dipping a toe. I don't see how that water is. You described oh, it perfectly. And it, it, it's good. We I talked like about it. it. I kind of dove in um, right into like IPAs and stuff when I started getting into craft beer. But um, there's something about lagers and um, and pilsners, I feel like sometimes there's an aftertaste for me that lingers too much that I don't like. That 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 I can't, that, that it gets overwhelming the more I drink. Do you get that from the from Prima just a Pils? little bit? Love just that. a little bit. Okay. Like this would be like really refreshing on like a hot summer day get done like cutting the grass or you yeah. just get home from work or something like that i feel like this would be a really nice refreshing after activity yeah you Th- know. this is a beer for me that if i'm going to a family member's picnic and i know they're not craft beer people yeah and, yeah and you say maybe they'll have that victory mix pack where i can at least get that prima pills and I, okay i can get down with that for yep. the, for the afternoon especially yeah. when it's hot outside yeah it's a good beer. I mean, I think most times I'm going to go towards, you know, an IPA or something like that if I go to Victory or whatever. But um, but yeah, this this is definitely, I think, an easy drinker for most people. And um, Next time I go to Victory, I'd probably get this. Yeah. I would. Nice. It's great when you're doing uh, mowing the grass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So now speaking of Pilsners, lagers, those types of beers, they're obviously not as popular. Uh, just to put it bluntly, then the in the craft beer world, when we go on our beer pages on Facebook, not many people are posting about the latest lager they got. It's the IPAs, it's the right. stouts, it's the bourbon stouts, it's the sours. 
where do we think that comes from? Is it just because the Pilsner doesn't have a, as far as an out there taste, uh, are, are breweries plugging more IPAs or are we drinking more IPAs so that that's what they're making more of? I'm going to guess that, that it's, it's uh consumer driven. Like the people, people are drinking, we're drinking more IPAs and, and they're catering to us. Uh, I would think, um, cause you know, it, I don't know. It's a tough one, man, because I feel like if you're into craft beer and you're willing to try new stuff, you know, you're going to be able to get into IPAs and things like that, I assume. And if you're not, then you're probably just going to stick with your, you know, your Bud Light, your Coors Light, Miller Light, whatever it is, you know. For me, I've always been not always, but in the past couple of years, I've been IPA. If there's an IPA, that's what I'm going to first. Yep. Just recently, especially if I go to like a PJ Wheel of Hands or someplace with the family where I'm going to have two beers and that's it. Yep. I'll. I'll purposely try and get a lager or a Pilsner first to try and expand my Pilsner and lager horizons before yeah. I get that IPA. Nice. That's a good idea. That's something I should think about because I always just go straight for, uh, you know, whatever, like Levante. Like I think about PJs and I go straight for That's- Levante's on there or whatever and I'll, and I'll grab one of those. But, um, but you know, I, I kind of feel like I missed out on that. And drinking this Prima Pils, it's just like a really flavorful, great beer. You know, it's 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 really solid. And I'm wondering if I'm I'm missing out on something by ignoring these craft loggers and and um, Pilsners. I'm not giving them the attention they deserve. I would feel like they would they should be. Well, I guess, like you said, I guess in the beer world, the the craft beer world, they would be less popular. But I would just, I would think that they'd be more popular with everyone else just because it's not the everyday Miller Lite uh, or or yingling or whatever yeah I, I just think there's that weird threshold where like once you've gotten to a certain point you're you've you're just going in for like what's no trendy what's back. popular you know i think that has a lot to do with um yeah with, with what people go after also but i would imagine if people go into victory and they're miller light drinkers yeah and they go up to the bar and they say what do you have this like a miller light this is probably what they're gonna give you a taste of yep yeah and and that uh, that also brings us to how do you uh, these beers aren't well rated on untapped. If you go on untapped, you're not going to find four and a 4.75 lockers on there just because people aren't rating them that high. When you are rating a beer on untapped, Brett, do you look at, are you rating it to your personal taste? Or are you rating it to the style? Like, are you saying, well, you know, this is like a four for me, but in a, in the Pilsner world, it's probably like a four, seven, five. Do you rate to the style or do you kind of rate to your personal preference? Most times I'll rate, uh, I'll rate on my taste. Um, only if it's a style that I truly don't like, will I give it, uh, I'll try to give it style points. <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of do the same thing because untapped is for me. And I know yeah. a lot of breweries, unfortunately, will say, well, the, if that beer is a 3.25. We're not going to brew that again. Um, yeah. But for me, untapped is, that's my when I go through, I want to know what I liked. Um, I have recently started doing like if I really don't like a style, I'm not a big smoked beer guy. If, right. If I yeah. have a smoked beer, I probably won't rate it at all because I'll know I didn't like it because yep. it's a smoked beer. That's not my style. Yeah. No, I, I can't stand smoked beers. I do the same thing. I, I think I rate more off of uh, off of, of what I like more than the style. But, you know, if there's a style that I don't necessarily like and one and I, and I, you know, drink a, you know, I think about, um, that East branch Kolsch, uh, Der Bach, you know, that's not a style that I usually like or will go for, 
but when I had it, I absolutely loved it and was blown away. So like I probably rated that really high just because I, I, I was not expecting to like it that much. And because it you know, exceeded my expectations, I gave it a really high score. I know we've talked about that beer before. I've never had a beer that made me want to take another sip as quickly as that beer. Did. Yeah. It, it's it a, it's just, a special beer. You take a sip and it's like, you got it. Oh, let me have another one. Let me have another one. Yeah. And like I said before, it was my Super Bowl beer. So always special memories with that place one. in my heart. Brett, let's um, I'm going to ask you a few more questions. Sure. What got you into craft beer? What what was can you maybe give us an idea? Um, You know, what got you into it and, and what kind of beers you started off with? Yeah, um, I had a friend, uh, Jason Hinkle, who. He was always kind of in in the beer scene, yeah. uh, much much before I was, and he'd always bring some beers over to try, um, whether it be in college or whatnot. And he started that ball rolling and in, in getting into beer. Then he started brewing beer, and I learned how to do that. Nice being around uh, different breweries from the areas I've lived in and moved to um, only further enhanced all the the different uh, beers that I've wanted to try. Yeah. Um, but my first beer that I can remember drinking that was craft that I, I kind of found on my own was the Harpoon Winter Warmer. Okay. Uh, I have no clue how I found it or why, but I remember it had such a distinct taste uh, that was different than... What, what kind of style is that? Do you, uh, mem- do you remember what it is? Maybe a uh, winter spiced beer. Okay. Um, it was. It just had a lot more flavor that I wasn't used to. Um, so I remember picking up six packs... Uh, and kind of saving them for special occasions. Nice. Um, so that was, that was what uh, the beer that got me into to craft beer. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. Um, how long ago was that? Do you think? Uh, that must have been seven years ago. Maybe. Okay. Uh, right out of college, uh, when you finally save up enough money to to start buying some craft yeah. beer. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. Nice. What do you think? Should we um should we crack the next beer? And get into a review. Let's get it. Well, before we get into the next one, I th- did we determine that is a oh, drink? Oh yeah, it? yeah, that's a drink it though. That's awesome. a drink yeah, it, right? Yeah. Should should we rate it? No, no, no. That's it's just for just tail. drink it or sink it. What do we have there? All right. So what I've got is uh, Maine Maine Beer Company from Freeport, Maine. This one is called Dinner. Wow. Ooh. So they've the first beer that I had from them was lunch. Yep. And I was at a party, had to be four or five years now, probably a little longer than that. I'd have to look on un- untapped to, to know for sure. This was in the days where Hetty Topper was was rare. You, okay, you had right. to know somebody that knew somebody that was in Vermont that got some Hetty Topper. To get lunch? Or, yes. Well, okay. Or you're just saying it was in, the, in that time period. So it was in that time period, and we heard this guy that, had some heady topper and I got invited to this party. I was like, great, I'm going to try heady topper. I'm, I'm fired up about this beer. And we had the heady topper and it was great. And also in the cooler was this beer lunch from Maine brewing company that I'd never heard of. Yeah. And I had that beer and it, it blew me away. Heady yep. topper was great and it had all the hype, but because this lunch I had never heard of, I was like, man, I got to try this. Yeah. So dinner is their double version of, of that IPA. I mean, this is pretty much a whale, isn't it? I mean, it, this is difficult to get. It is difficult to get, and I got to give props to my boy Bob. Bob, a uh, friend of mine, his in-laws are up that way. Oh, that's I, awesome. He said, hey, Steve, I'm going up to Maine. Do you want any beer? And and almost jokingly, I said, well, let's get some dinner. 
And I guess that night he asked his in-laws if they could get the dinner and and they called him back and they're like, you got to be at like the brewery on a certain day. Like you can't just walk in and get this stuff. Right. Um, but they went up and they happened they to hit it. the right day. Um, wow. So it passed from his in-laws to him to my buddy Fish, who uh, I had dinner with uh, this past weekend, who lives in Jersey. Right. So nice. it's come through many hands to uh, to get dinner for the podcast. That is awesome. Very cool. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. So cheers, cheers. Let's dinner. pass it around. Get into a little main brewing company dinner. Oh, now, that's a nice nose. It, immediately, you look at this, and you are not seeing through this beer. No, this is this is hazy. It's hazy. It's not as thick kind of haze as you might see in some other beers, but it definitely has that yeah. opaqueness to it. It definitely has a, an aroma coming off of it, definite hop aroma getting you as, as you as you get your nose to it. That's fantastic. I'd want that at my last supper. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, I'm I'm actually I'm really impressed with this. I I smelled it, I saw it, and I was expecting to absolutely hate this beer. And I saw that it was a double IPA. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant. I think it's really good. Really? Like it tastes it's tastes really good. It's not as it's not as harsh as it smells. It's it's to me there's a lot more balance in the taste. There's a lot of IPAs, a lot of double IPAs that you get more hop than everything else. To me, this yeah. is a good marriage of hops, malt. It's all kind of coming together as one. Yeah, a lot of times when I have double IPAs, I'm always worried about, you know, if it's not like a great brewery or whatever. I, I just feel like I run into really malty, sweet double IPAs. And, and I'm just guessing that in the brewing process to balance that, or to make sure that you're hopping it enough, maybe I, I don't know, uh, but doing it properly to get that balance, I, I th- I'm assuming that's something that's that's somewhat difficult to do, and why these these double IPAs that are so hoppy and and are so balanced are are so well received and loved because I mean it's just a it's just such a great balance of of you know the juiciness, the citrus, the earthy, the malt, the hop, whatever it is. I mean it just all marries so well together, and I, I think this does it perfectly. It, it's it's a really nice beer, Brett. What do you think? I think this is great. Uh, it it has that hop character without being too sweet. That it you, you can you can sit down and drink that whole bottle and yeah, and, and not feel like your teeth are going to peel off. Yeah, right. it's not like <laughs> hop candy. Mm-hmm. Yep, man, I'm really impressed. So now what Amin just did to us now, and we can get into this a little bit later. They just came out with second dinner. What? They have a new beer called Second Dinner, and I haven't heard any reviews on it or know if it's a bigger version of dinner, Purple. if it's a different version of dinner, huh. but it's it's now called Second Dinner. It just came out, uh, I think they just announced it a, a week or two ago. Yeah, Has I didn't see that. I don't know if they released it. I just saw Second Dinner was out there, and I was like, oh, man, now I got to go get this beer. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that's crazy. So, Bob, if you're listening, Second Dinner... Yeah, <laughs> you're up and for Christmas Bob, time. Thank you for hooking up the the main dinner. That's uh, we Thanks, really Bob. appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> have you ever been there? Have you been to Maine? I have Maine not Brewing? been to Maine. I've not been to Maine Brewing. I've been a couple times. Um, I, our uh, our family has a a house up in Maine. This little island off of Maine, so, um, off of South Bristol. So when I drive up there, uh, the last couple times, what I've done is I try to go through Massachusetts. To hit, you know, Trillium or whatever I can, 
I usually stop in Portland. Bathroom breaks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop in Portland and try to hit Bissell Brothers, even though every time I've gone, I've struck out on cans at Bissell Brothers. I have not had a successful Bissell trip. They don't have just cans. I know Swish is kind of hit or miss. No, but like every time I've gone, the the stuff that's there is um, is sold out. Oh, wow. Like they'll be like, okay, can release today. We're doing all this. Here's the allotments. And I get there like three hours after they're open and it's gone. <laughs> I, I I want to say that maybe I just was going on bad days. Like maybe I went on like a Sunday or a Friday and they take whatever day I keep having happening to, uh, to go past there. They're um, they're doing like no allotments. So let's let you buy whatever you want. And it just wipes them out. Guys in front of you are picking up like six cases. Yeah, I guess you get them guts, but I've been to Maine um, twice. I don't think I've had a beer there yet though. I think I was just going in. It's a really small bar. Um, they've, they're, I think they're going solar. They put a bunch of solar stuff out there and they've got a nice area outside where they usually have a food truck or something going on. And, um, yeah. And, and I just, I usually go in and grab like a case of lunch and then they have a bunch of loose bottles and then I'll grab like a couple of each that, you know, looks decent or whatever. But, um, yeah, man, I got a really nice picture. I, I don't know if it was the first time I had lunch. I think it might've been, I grabbed a glass and I got to our place in Maine and it's a beautiful day. You're on the water. And, and I, I cracked the beer and poured it. And I got this beautiful background. You know what I mean? And just had it on the front porch there in, uh, in Maine. And it was just uh, it was an amazing experience. So I've got a, a special spot in my heart for uh, for Maine Beer Company. That that experience, that uh, the, everything surrounding you having the beer can affect that that beer. Absolutely. I mean, to me, it was like one of the best beers ever. And, and the, the whole experience of it probably had a lot to do with it absolutely you know you're on the road all day you're you're in a special place with your family all that stuff so what, what do you th- oh, oh yeah what do you think about this out of five that's what i was just about to say we need to rate this guy we what forgot you- about it last week we like went on to break and everything without doing it I i'm not gonna let that happen can't let it happen <laughs> can't let it happen <laughs> <laughs> brett what do you got uh i have a four or five for this beer. four or five Come i on. I want to give it a four seven five. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm into it. I'm really, really enjoying this. I'm gonna give it a four five. I think it's it's a really solid brew. Yeah, five. Bam. Wow, wow. Double it's IPA. Double five. IPA. I think it's I think it's delicious, babe. I, Jackie, Jackie's over there giving me faces. Jackie, this beer is delicious. I can't help it. It's 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 better than dinner itself. I'm speaking from my heart. <laughs> she said, I want supper. Said, yeah, she has a good point. Instead of calling it second dinner, they could have should have called it supper. Yeah, maybe missed opportunity. But I give it a five. I think it's really good. It, it surprised me. Um, like I said, the the smell and the, the the way it looked to me, and that it was a double IPA. I was going into it really thinking that I wasn't going to like it, but if I saw somebody with that, I would I would want to drink it. Yeah. Well, you probably won't ever again. Probably won't ever. Rare, <laughs> if so, it'll probably be right here. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. I'm, I, I'm, I'm really hitting like home it. runs. Yeah, man, that you are. I got two drinkets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on point. If you're keeping man. score at home, folks. You know, I think Maine's one of my favorite breweries. I think it's like I didn't realize it. They just did a collab with one of your other favorite breweries, uh, Half Acre. Did and they? I don't remember what it was called. I saw it briefly, and I never saw it out anywhere. I would have bought it, but I mm. saw that they were doing a Half Acre collab interesting i have to look that up their labels are just so so clean yeah they're plain they they pull you to it yep 
And yeah, they, it's so they, simple. Nothing and, crazy. And they do the weird bottle size. Like what? How many ounces is this? One point nine ounces. What? So it's not sixteen ounces. One point nine liters. One point nine ounces. Oh, one point okay. nine, right? I'll let you read it. One one pint. Point point nine. Point nine. So not quite seventeen. Yeah. Wow. Why not just sixteen? I don't know. I think it's uh, five hundred milliliters. Is that what it is? Is that what it comes out to? But that, how, was but that a mass conversion you just did, or or did you uh, like? Do you just know that because yeah. you're a scientist? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just did that conversion real quick. But who else does bottles this size? Uh, Goose Island, Bourbon County, yeah. and, and that's pretty much it. Now. Yeah. Grosch, maybe they might be. Maybe I haven't thought Very about interesting. that. Very interesting. What? A, um, really good. Yeah, I'm I'm so blown away that you like it so much. Dude, really, really good. You're you're gonna get this um, guy I, on Untapped. Did I not tell you? <laughs> he said that. I said he called it. No, that. Honestly, you guys are like nobody ranks loggers. I'm like, yo, I'm ready to just like go on there and rank loggers all day. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then you have a dinner. Five, and you're like what? Five, <laughs> five. All of a sudden, loggers are like super popping, and everybody's like, whoa, who's this logger guy? You're gonna completely swing the industry. <laughs> and co- co-host Kev is like point two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah dude i think i think maine's one of my you know i i love this 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 everything from this place we might have to uh take a road trip up there at some point yeah i think it'd be fun if we could swing away to go up there and then also stay at the house have a show up there that would be oh nuts. take it on a road yeah. man we should do that taylor might be bruised it might maine. be uh road trip. you know road trip road trip and then stay at the house up in maine oh wow that would be that would be pretty nuts. Just That'd like be- maybe for a night or two, if we could pull it off, that'd yeah. be crazy. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's take a break. We'll be back in a minute, and uh, we'll crack our next beer. Everybody, next week is the last week of the year for the Might Be News Network. It's the mid-season finale week. <laughs> it's crazy. So we got a new episode of Might Be News, new Relatable Radio, new Might Be Sports, and an all-new Novak and Franz next week. Then we're going to take a couple weeks off for the holiday, let everybody spend time with their kids, drink beer, do whatever they want to do. But yeah, it's the mid-season finale week. Finally here. (laughs) Might Be News Network everywhere. All right, everybody. Welcome back to might be brews make sure you listen to us on any podcast platform that you that you choose stitcher soundcloud itunes google play yeah you got them all they're all out there we coming out on anything new didn't you say uh cj was gonna get us on youtube and stuff like that we're working on a way to get on the amazon podcast i i'm a i'm an amazon music subscriber so i would like that this way you could tell alexa play oh our shows that would be dope yeah. that, would, that would be cool. real dope that would be real cool 2019 goals yeah cool well, and absolutely tell your friends about us i know you got one guy one girl that you know that drinks craft beer tell them about us spread the word get us out there check us out on all the social media facebook twitter instagram might be bruce absolutely check us out john took a trip up north i did i did went a little road tripping on us yeah so i had a uh, i had to go visit a customer up in peabody maine or uh massachusetts it's it's spelled like peabody but 
they pronounce everything goofy up there. So Peabody. And um, <laughs> let's not act like we don't pronounce anything uh, silly you're right. down here. You're right. It's use just easy. guys. Yeah, use guys. I'm a use geyser. Are you? I'm a total use geyser. Yeah, I, I'm from all over the place. So I don't think I really talk like anywhere. I just say John all the time. I, I say Very that a bit. Best that John. Yeah, I need that John. That John. That John is hot. Yep. That John is John. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I go up to to work with this customer in Peabody, and uh, I drove right down the street and stayed in Linfield, Mass. There's a really cool um, shopping center next to there. I've actually stayed there before. It was funny when I walked into the hotel. I was like, "Oh shit, I've been here before." So anyway, um, I <laughs> I, uh, I I go back to the um the shopping center that's behind there because they have a yard house, which I think is like a national chain. I think I've been to a yard house in Indianapolis and whatever. So there's a million beers on tap. There's one in uh, King of Prussia. Yeah, I haven't been yet though. Have you? I I was there. It was nice. it was really solid. Yeah, it was really good. Bunch I had the wife and kids there. Lots of different beers. The kids liked all the food. It was a good yeah. Spot. So um. I walk in there and I'm not really sure what I'm going to get. They had a, a flyer in the beer menu that was like, oh, chalkboard series. We've got um, from, from founders. We've got KBS. We've got CBS and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, snap. But they didn't have any of it left. They only <laughs> had, um, I don't know. Was it like, uh, is, is there a, a bastard that they do? Uh, there's Dirty Bastard, isn't there? Yeah, something like oh. that or, or an old man Back something. Backwards bastard. bastard. I think that's what they had. Dirty Bastard is the Scotch Ale. Okay. Yeah, I think they had backwoods, but whatever. I, I ended up picking like a, I did a flight of like maybe four or five local beers that I hadn't had before. And maybe I had had them before, but they um they had night shift on uh, on tap there. So I got a couple night shift and I was really excited because, um, you know, I don't ever get that much. So I get done dinner. I get done having my beers and I'm getting ready to walk back to the hotel. But I decide I'm going to go to Whole Foods and maybe like get a, a pint of ice cream or something to take back to the hotel room to kick it the rest of the night. A little Ben and Jerry's. You're uh, yeah. getting it fresh up there. Yep. So I, I walk into um, the Whole Foods and I'm like, I'm going to check out the beer selection. And I walk up to the beer selection and I'm like, holy shit. It was almost an entire wall of night shift, which was crazy. They just had so much effing night shift. I couldn't believe all the colors. And I brought a bunch of different ones back. And that's actually one of the ones I brought here today. So um, we'll crack this open now. This is um, Jump Rope. It's a New England IPA from Night Shift. It's a really cool label. I love the uh, the little owl guy on here. But um, let me see. Does it have a... Uh, it doesn't say... the alcohol. It says alcohol by volume, but it doesn't say a number. So whatever. I'll crack this and uh, pass it around. So anyway, I, I get there. I can't believe how much Night Shift's there. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I start picking stuff out and the guy walks up to me and says, um, hey, you look like you need some help. And I'm like, kind of. I'm just overwhelmed. There's just so much stuff here and I'm from out of town. So I'm really interested to see what you guys got. So anyway, um, I ended up getting a bunch of night shift. I got second fiddle from Fiddlehead. I got um, Cat's Meow from Exhibit A. And uh, another one, uh, True North, I think it was called. Was I don't know if it's the beer or the brewery, um, but I got that too, all from there. And then, of course, when I left there and was driving home, I uh, hit up Treehouse and oh. uh, got four cases there. You got to get a get a little stop off at there. Yeah, you have to if you can. Cool. All right. Cheers, everybody. 8.1 according to untapped. Okay. Is the Do you see it on the can on, anywhere? I, don't I see. didn't look for it on the can. It's I just like, went it says alcohol by volume, but not. 
but there's no number printed there. I thought it was kind of weird. Maybe I'm missing it, but. So this is a double IPA. Is it? This is 7.8. It's okay. alcohol oh. by volume. We've got different. Bottom. It doesn't. Yeah. You got some? Um, Did you see what I'm talking about? Oh, it is. Yeah, I do see it. Okay, yep. It's printed. That's weird. It's like printed on the bottom by the date. Um, Maybe because it's ver- it varies. It 11, 12. It's a month old. Would it, would it vary? New England double IPA. Jump rope. Very cool. It's got a sweetness to it up front, but then it kind of fades away. Yeah, that's um, that's interesting. I'll tell you what, man. I don't think anything's going to live up to dinner right now. No. <laughs> yeah, that was. I kind of have that feeling. Maybe we should have had that last. <laughs> Taylor's shaking his head like, that should ain't nothing like that dinner. <laughs> Taylor's just drinking nothing but dinner now. Start making a lot more trips to Maine. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yo, you going to Maine? You going up that way? Bring me back some bottles. Where's that John? <laughs> Where's the, I, want want that, that I want the dinner John. It's the second dinner John. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one thing for you guys to be like, hey, you heading out? Can you grab me anything? But now my brother's going to be hitting me up. Yeah, when you're up that way, grab me some beers. Yo, bring me back uh, a couple of dinners. <laughs> I, I got to see if you like lunch. You might like lunch. Lunch is just a lighter version of that. Oh. So you might be really into it. Wow. We're, we're taking all the thunder away from Night Shift. Well, I, I mean, dinner. it's a good beer. Let's not, you know, it's a solid double IPA. No, it's good. Um, Man, this it's, is it's like local. To, this is like local to Boston. Yeah, this is a Massachusetts brewery. I don't Somerville. know. Somerville, Mass. Nice. I used to go to this brewery uh, quite a bit. I've never been. Uh, I went there. Uh, me and Laura went there. Uh I don't know. When I ran the Boston Marathon once, it was small and tiny, and yeah. now it has grown to a. Uh, Is it a bigger camp. facility? I mean, yeah. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. It's and it's really cool. They have tons of beers, and they do a, a great tour. That's now, awesome. Uh, they're another one that I see. They put out a lot of different beers. Yeah, and, and part of that is the beer culture. You know, are we becoming just a beer drinking? We have to just try a new beer. Do we have to, are we able to have the same beer twice? Yeah. I guess is the the underlying question. Right. Yeah. So that we, we were talking about an article. I saw it getting passed around on, on beer nerds, um, you know, online on Facebook and stuff. Um, hey, beer fans, it's okay to have the same beer twice. And, you know, I kind of feel like it's, it's, it's being disrespectful to beer drinkers like, Hey, stop doing that to the industry. Like, is there a problem with it? Or, or what, why is there like that condescending attitude in it? The article did come off a little preachy to me. Yeah. And I see the point of the article. Absolutely. I, f- I, I see their point of it, but I thought their, their approach to it was just a little condescending is a good word for yeah, it. I mean, look, I, I like drinking the same beer, but usually like on an annual basis. Like I'm looking forward to having, you know, this year's whatever. You know what I mean? Um I'm trying to think of a good example other than like the the uh the bourbon counties and the stuff that, you know, gets released that that we've been grabbing, but you know, every time that um that something hits and and uh you know that hasn't been out in a while, that's like a seasonal thing. I get excited for it and I go get it. Um so I like that what you know, I don't I can't say I necessarily I've never been the type of person that goes to the same brewery over and over again just to try the different beers that they're cranking out. You know what I mean? And, and part of the reason that I felt uh, preached at is because one of the things I enjoy is going out and trying different beers. 
Yeah. And I, it's I, not because I need have this this ticker mentality that I have to tick off another beer or tick off another beer. I just like to explore and 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 get into different styles and flavors and, and different takes on the same beer. How many different double IPAs that we've had that taste complete, completely different? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's a, a um, like a, a do what you like. Night, Night Shift does a cool uh, thing, too, where they have a beer that's their, their base recipe. Yeah. And uh, every time they, they add a different hop, and it's called One Hop This Time. Okay. And it lets it, the hop be the like flavor profile. Sure. And each beer can taste completely different. Uh, as you know, hops have, have those different uh, flavors that are pulled out through the beer. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of beers do that. Like um, a lot of places do that. Like East Branch has Current, you know, where they they put out that beer. I, I've seen a lot of companies do it. Sterling Pig. Um, La Cabra uh, does it with their Shatter series. Yeah, absolutely. With, so and as soon as I see Mosaic in anything, I go straight to it. If you put mosaic yeah, in the name of a beer, I'm going to it. Yep, <laughs> me too, me too. But yeah, you know, I, I just kind of feel like, um, you know, a lot of the the reason I like craft beer so much is like it's an adventure. I like trying something new. I but but I know what I like. I, I know the styles that really get me. And if I see something I haven't had that's a style or a variant of something that I think I like, I'm going to get excited and try it. Adventure is a very good word. Yeah, that's exactly what this is to me. But, you know, I found it interesting that it's almost like people are giving these breweries a hard time. And I'm trying to find the numbers. But, yeah, let's say I think it's last year. Evil Twin put out 108 new beers, right? Bear Bottle Brewing, I've never heard of them, did 138 new beers. Jack Yo's did 137. Other half did 126 unique beers last year. That's... That's What's two that? and a half new like beers one every per three week. Days. That's what I was going to say. One every three days. Yeah. So it's, it's, crazy. it's an insane. I mean, I'm sure if they clocked tired hands, you know what I mean? Every they're, they're going to have a million different beers in a year. And how many of those beers are truly different? Three. Uh, <laughs> who, who knows? Maybe they are all different. They're different recipes, whatever it is. But it almost I almost felt like the articles knocking them and it's like. But aren't they, don't they have lines Yeah. every day for can releases every time they do it? Aren't they always packed? Don't they have multiple facilities? You know, they've got two buildings that they sell beer out of. Like the, 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 the business side of me is like, hey, they, they've found their niche and they're going to get it while they can. And more power to you is the way and I see it. If people are there buying it, get it. They wouldn't be making that many different beers if people weren't there buying them. Yeah. There's I, I, no way. There's a testament to their craft, too. If they can make a different beer um and people still line up for it that's, that's a lot of a lot of technique and uh you know talent yeah absolutely now i'll play devil's advocate and say how bad do you feel for a brewery that's put out you know four or five beers and it's just been a great seller they they just do these beers well and and they sell like crazy and now they're losing how much you know they're, they're losing their market share because so many other breweries are popping up and so many people are putting out these different things like is there something to be said for making a great beer consistently all the time consistency is is one of the most difficult things that a brewer can do right putting out the same beer the same way and as much as you can talk about anything the leading uh, the leader in that is Budweiser. 
Sure. You can get a Budweiser made in St. Louis. You can get one made in New Jersey. You can get one five years ago. You can get one five five years from now, and it's going to taste like the exact same Budweiser, and that is not easy to do. I can only imagine. That's That's got to be, you know, it's an amazing feat. Especially but, to the scale. Sure. Absolutely. But but don't you feel like um like do you feel bad for those those companies that 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 have that consistency but are losing their market share? I feel bad for anybody that's losing their market share. I sure. want to see all brewers flourish. And but do they need to adapt? It's like adapt or die. That's a that's a tough well, question. It depends on the brewery. Like uh if if you're in a namesake and you, what you do is good, then I doubt you need to adapt. But if you're being stagnant, then it might be time to adapt to to reach new markets. I, I like to think that there's going to be room for everybody. Absolutely, and it yeah. is. It's a volatile market. You know what's what people like. Five years ago, the the term New England style IPA wasn't in the lexicon. Yeah, nobody was saying that phrase. No. I'd be really curious to know, like, since this this craft beer revolution, let's say, what you know, wherever all of these tree houses and trilliums and um, tired hands and all these these breweries that start with T, I guess, you know, <laughs> they they <laughs> come out all. with all these uh. These, these crazy beers, like what's happened to the sales of Victory's um, Prima Pills? Yeah. You know, like was that just like such a a great seller nationwide or, or, or at least wherever it was distributed? And then, um, you know, are, are they losing? You know, what was that? Was that has the stock on that beer dropped? I don't know. It's I'm really curious to know, you know, still out there. Before we get too far away from it, we got to make sure we rate our uh, yeah. our jump rope here. I was going to forget. He was writing it I down. I think you could he tell, was, Taylor. He wrote, wrote it down. down. <laughs> I wrote it down. I was about to point it to you. Like, I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to give a little too inside baseball info here. But yeah, uh, Taylor was was writing notes over there to get us to, <laughs> to rate this beer. All right, um, you guys go ahead. I'm going to take another sip here and uh, get my mind back into it. I I think it's a uh, it's a four for me. I think it's a good beer. Obviously, after the dinner, it 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 paled in comparison i don't want to sound that mean about it but it's a it's a it's a solid beer i'll give it a four i'm gonna give it a four two uh four as well no, not a four two <laughs> four as well you're not allowed uh, to go to point two no, it's gotta be two five uh yeah so four um i think that it it was that nice multi front and then uh the hops were were there but but nowhere near what uh, dinner had had kind of brought to the table uh Two and a half. Not not feeling it. Not feeling it. Yeah, I'm gonna go like um like a three seven five. Okay. No, I'm gonna go three five. Ooh, I'm gonna go three five. Three five. Listen, it's good. It, it, it's a decent beer. I think to me, what's happening here is um there, there was a lot of acidity there, and I feel like it it didn't start off where I wanted it to, and then it got real acidic. And then it dropped off again, and I just I didn't get a a nice balance there. But um, I don't know. That's what I think. Well, if you might have heard, we got Brett cracking some more beers. Uh, he has brought us a KBS vertical. We're gonna go ham on a vertical. Taylor, do you understand what a vertical is? So if I remember correctly, this is a chronological 
trip in time as far as beer goes. This is the same beer. This is Founders Brewing KBS. Uh, Kentucky Bourbon Stout. Is that right? Kentucky Breakfast Stout. Kentucky Breakfast Stout. Highly acclaimed, it says on the uh, on the bottle. So oh. I'm a huge KBS fan. Okay. So this is one of those beers. You remember CBS we had recently? It's from the same brewery. Canadian throws in a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of uh, maple, some sweetness in there. But KBS is just a fantastic, fantastic, uh, you know, bourbon barrel-aged stout. It's bourbon barrel-aged, right? Yes. Yeah. So so their breakfast stout is their coffee stout. They do this version, which is a bourbon version. They do the CBS, which is the maple and bourbon uh, version. So, uh, uh, Brett, what, uh, what years do we have here? We're doing a uh, 2015, 16, 17, and 18. So this yeah. is incredible. We'll, we'll see how it all awesome. uh, comes together. So what what are we starting with? Are we going oldest to newest, or are we going newest to oldest? I don't know. How do people usually do this? I can't say I've been in the game long enough to have much vert experience. Oh, me either. Uh, this is my first time doing it. So Nice. Uh, I, Let's I, go newest to oldest. Yeah, I think the flavors will be more more present in the, the newest. Yeah, good call. Let's do that. All right. All right. Which one? Which one's the newest? All right. Oh, cool. I will. Uh, I so, will pour it up first. Yeah, we uh, we we got four um, solo cups out in front of each of us. Each of us have our own four ball. cups, and uh, it, <laughs> that'd be a fun game. This, uh, <laughs> this is a picture for the gram right here. Yeah, we need to get this on the gram. So I have. We were talking about uh, last time. I have my uh, that Belgian beer that I enjoy, the Cuvée von Kaiserblau. Yeah, that I have uh, my boy Scott. I don't know if I mentioned this on the I podcast. Think so. I, I think Scott he's got me a 2012 up. coming, so I will have a 2010 through a 2017 of the same beer. That is There's, incredible. Steve, put that next to the. We'll yeah, get them all lined up here, nicey nice. So hopefully, uh, my goal is to get 10 years uh, vertical. Yeah, that's what I want to try and do. I want to try and get the 2010 through the 2019. And then uh, have a bunch of people over because that's a lot of beer. Yeah, that's a that's a ton of beer. But you brought one of those to uh, the craft beer fest. Right? I brought one of those to uh, Brett's craft be- craft beer fest, yeah. and uh, it was pretty well received. I thought. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty neat. Not a lot of high expectation, knowing what the style was, but it was that blew my mind. It You're not great. a Belgian quad, Belgian no, dark ale kind of fan. I'm not, and that was it was great. It was smooth. It was nice. Cool. I'm glad I could uh, introduce you to it. Here's right, a little cheers, cheers everybody. On some, uh, this is uh, 17 or 18. This is uh, 18. 18. 18. All right. KBS at, uh, coming at you. Okay. Strong bourbon right off the nose. Definite roastiness to the Oh, nose. I love this. Wow. This is one of those beers that sticks to your insides. Yeah, it does. I love the mouthfeel. I love a, a thicker, chewier, um, chewier stout. Man, I just, that's good. It's got it's got a little bit of burn. Coffee definitely shining through. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of al- definitely got that alcohol heat to it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right, I don't want to dive into it too deep, but um, Brett um hosted a graph uh, a craft beer fest. Was it your sixth annual? This was number six. Met a lot of neat, lot lot of neat, lot of really nice dudes. Um, it was a, it was a ton of fun. But but what do you think was your favorite beer? Let's say that because I think I think we were just talking about it on break. Um. What'd you rank or what, what did you log like 30 some different beers? I think it was 31 different beers yeah, that so I tried and it, we, we left before the end of the day. Uh, the wife Uber uh, came and picked us up there. Yeah. But, uh, those guys were still going strong. I don't think I could have taken much more. I don't know if you could tell, but there was, there a, was a moment where I was like, 
I'm I'm feeling maybe a bit better than I should, and uh, I'm going to go watch some TV. I was going to bring this up that there was a point of the evening where we lost John. Oh. He just he just he drifted over to the couch and he was watching the football game. And I was like, hey, John, we just cracked this open. I kind of just heard that. <laughs> I, I had the fridge behind me and I kept just like refilling my glass and taking sips of beer. But at some point I was like, you know what it was, man? I think Brett, you, you cooked some amazing food. There was so much stuff there. I was eating and drinking so much. I literally felt like I could not consume another ounce or gram of anything. I was really good that day about only taking pretty small, small samples. And I don't know if you noticed, I probably filled up this Yeti cup like five times that day. That's like smart. I was drinking a yeah. lot of water throughout that day. Good. Because I knew I had stuff to do on Sunday and I couldn't be a shit out mess on Sunday. Yeah. So I was good to go on Sunday because of my my trusty Yeti You're water. You're a better cup. man than me. I was yeah. good. When I, when I got home, I was by the time I got home, I was good. But I started to take it real slow. At the end there, those last the last hour or two, picking up steam. I was like, hey, yeah, you were you were still climbing. I remember telling you, I was like, look, man, I'm at thirty thousand. If I go any higher, I'm going out of the atmosphere. I can't take any more. I'm gonna have to just cruise for a minute. The uh, I, there was a very cool eclectic group of people there. Yeah, and even just in the two brothers that I met, one was a long haired. I, I don't want to say hippie because uh, it sounds negative, but Obi? a, a, a looser guy, <laughs> vegan. And his brother is more of a button up, uh, you know, glasses wearing. Uh, but they're, but everybody being into these different craft beers, it's so great to to see different people uh, from different backgrounds all coming together around beer. Yeah, that's another perfect example of the community. But but what, what do you think was your favorite beer? Because I just want to say that I forget the style, but there was a Vale beer. Do you remember if it the, was sour? The pink I, Ferrari. No, IPA. it wasn't an IPA. It was it was in a it was in a bottle. I think it was a sour. Oh. It was that big veil bottle. But um, that one to me stood out. And oh, was that just was like, the sour we had really early yeah. in the evening. I remember. I, that's probably why I, I remember it so well. Serenity, maybe. Maybe I I, I didn't log anything. I, I've kind of been on a untapped hiatus. But um, man, I just absolutely loved that beer. That that one stood out to me. And actually, the first beer I had when I got there, there was some kind of stout that was uh, it was like. Eating a Snickers. Uh, it's that's from I think uh, Vale. Was that Vale too? Huggle, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. It's in purple can. Yeah, oh, that was ridiculous. Unconditional, I think, was the Vale sour. Yeah, that was and that fantastic. was a really sour sour. Yep. I you know I talk about sours. I like a little bit of tartness, but not real sour. And that one really had the pucker your uh, your jaw yep. sourness to it. Did you have a favorite from the night? Um, you? I think my favorite was that one Lambic we had at the end of the night that I don't know if you got any or not. It was the um, paging through my untapped here. Um, homage uh, from Brewer G. Three Fontaine. I'm probably pronouncing that awfully, but that, huh. that, I that. I, you might have been on the couch at that point. Okay. I don't remember if you were there for that. <laughs> who was uh, who was the guy that came late that brought Darren, that? Darren, he's uh, he's always got a, a few good beers up his up his sleeve. Yeah, I was excited to see that one come up, and um, and it was a really nice beer. Yeah, really nice beer. What uh, what was your? Did you have a favorite, Brett? I did. Uh, I got to thank my buddy Seth. Uh, the Boysenberry. It was uh from Degard. Yeah, you it, had a lot of Degards there, right? Yeah, we did a little uh, Degard uh, hose. Is that what you call that? It's not a vertical. If I do like. 
Like if I, if I did all the variants of of Bourbon County from 2018, that's not a vertical. Would it be the horizontal? The number was it? Would it be horizontal? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What would that be? It can be. What, what would you call that if you're just trying like a bunch of beers? I, I don't think know. That's just variants. Yeah. yeah. What would you say? Hose is that? A, is that a thing? It's hose or hosa. I don't know. Okay. It it says that it's a ghost. Okay. But uh, no, I was a, a fan of the boysenberry, which was it was a sour or a lambic. Um, it just had so much flavor. Yeah, um, you're not really a sour guy. I'm not, that's interesting. And that's why I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, it was almost like wine. Kind of had like a winey Yeah, interesting. Taste. Yeah, it was good. So speaking of verticals, as we're as we're talking here, we're pouring and uh, sipping on the 2017 version of the CB the KBS. Um, the first thing I notice when I drink it is I don't get as much coffee. I feel like the coffee's faded a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Not as much coffee. Chocolate. More, more chocolate, yeah, more chocolate more. Almost, almost like a milkiness yeah i get more chocolate in the second and one. and um and there's really no alcohol burn to that at all obviously yeah, it's, it's the that alcoholness has definitely faded off a little yep. bit cool so we are cracking the 2016 here did, did we go over uh what we were tasting in the first one yeah we yeah. talked about that a little bit a little bit of definitely coffee a little alcohol to it um as uh as john's passing around the 2016 here highly acclaimed kbs a flavored stout is good for everything a flavored stout ought to be good for ale brewed in chocolate and coffee aged in dark bourbon barrels now which one is this that you're pouring this is the 16 i think the 16 edges out the 17 i think it's it's a it's a it's for some reason there's something that's that's smoother and, and and it's more well-rounded or something i have said before that i like coffee and beers but i'm not a huge coffee guy so the coffee fading out is good for me nice i like coffee and beers like that uh that wawa one have you had that yet i haven't had it one? yet i picked some up but i have not uh not actually drank it yet well yeah thank you you're the one that grabbed it right i hooked yeah, it up for I you appreciate we, it thank we you. went out to uh Exton bevco yeah, a couple four packs. No, I really enjoyed that. Actually, I was surprised. It's heavy on the coffee, but uh, it was a, it was a, it was yummy. So I just took a took my first sip of the of the sixteen, and that's really good. That's really really good. That's right about where it's. You can still taste the bourbon. It's still coming through. The coffee's faded out. I feel like it's rounded out is is probably the best term I can come up with for the flavors of it. I still like the 17 the most so far. Me, me too. I'm getting I actually like do a, also. Ooh. You get like weird uh like fruit notes kind of in the uh 16. Okay. That's kind of what I'm I'm picking up. Interesting. Maybe I'll drink some more and see if I can get those fruit. Yeah. Notes. I just started pouring the 15. Um man, yeah, I, you know, I do, do you do you ever think that um or do, do have you ever been to a place like a bar that ages beer like this? No, no, I haven't. I, every once in a while, I see it, and I think it's neat. Like the bottle rooms done it, where like I think they hold on to a bunch of stuff, and then randomly they'll be like, "We got 2017 KBS," and there's like four or five bottles behind the bar that it's you. A great get. idea, though. Yeah, I'm I'm just curious how, how often people do that. So the uh, 15 I'm pouring right now. Maybe it's because of the amount of beers, but I don't. I don't feel. I don't taste much of a difference from fifteen to sixteen. Yeah. 
I haven't had the 15 yet. Let me uh, get in there. Yeah. Hmm. It's a little flatter. Yeah, I I picked that up. There's a lot less carb at the end. Yeah. I feel like it it kind of like you get the flavors. And it's a lot smoother and mellower. And then it just like drops off like a real thin at the end or something. It does. It, it, there's a definite mouthfeel difference to it. Yeah. Which I didn't expect. I expected that to kind of be the same throughout. Yeah, it definitely is. So we've had all four. Is there is there um the newest one? Is there any any of that left? There is. Let me. I'm cool. just going to do that one more time, just to I'm make bring, sure. I'm bring it back circle. around. Yeah. yeah. So uh, as you have them so far, what's what's the favorite? Uh, I'm going to go 17. They're going 17. It's it's got all the flavors there. They're kind of all together. Uh, you're not getting one over the other, but uh, it's well rounded, balanced out. Wait, what? What is the last one? Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. Fifteen's the best one for me. Is it? Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I thought. Where did you think the biggest difference was? I thought the biggest difference was from eighteen to seventeen. Yeah, I could see that. I thought fifteen, even though I said it wasn't much different than sixteen. 15 kind of like just has a weird let off at the end. There's something a little different about that. Maybe it's the carb. It could be the carb. It's more watery tasting. Yeah. I kind of had that same thought, but, um, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like I really like the 18. It's not too hot. I mean, it's definitely hotter than the others, but I just kind of, I'm surprised how much that I, I feel like there's more going on in the mouthfeel and the, and the flavor profile to me. That's, that's standing out and making me enjoy it a bit more. The heat's there, but it's not overbearing. No. Can I see a dinner bottle? Dinner <laughs> bottle coming <laughs> yeah, at you? You're going to take a picture? He's going to take a picture. Oh, man. He's We've so got this guy. He's, he's going to join Hooked. Beer Nerds tomorrow. No, Hooked. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brett, thanks for uh, bringing yeah. this verb. Yeah, it thank was, you, uh, man. Definitely I appreciate an interesting, it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah, you very much. Sounds like we all liked a, a unique year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, you know, I talked to um, the godfather of beer nerds, F. Todd, today. Oh, nice. And um, we were just talking about some some side stuff. He, he's he got a, a clothing line and stuff that he does, and, and he did a um, an order for me uh, back in the day when I was ordering work shirts for the job I used to work for. So he, uh, he printed up a bunch of shirts for me, does screen printing and all that. So I hit him up with uh, to see if he could do some stuff for where I'm at now. And uh, he's not into it anymore, but um, it was just nice talking to him. So I just want to give him a shout out, um, you know, because he obviously runs the beer nerds thing and he's a super nice dude. Always, always been a great guy. So uh, F Todd, if you're listening, uh, thanks for everything you do, brother. I've never met Todd, but uh, we went to the same middle school. So uh, Gordon Middle School. Oh, yeah. Panthers. Nice. Shout out. Uh, I'd love to meet you sometime, Todd, and, uh, and have a brew. You know, it's so weird, man. I've met so many people out of this this uh this um what do you call it softball i yeah. i played softball with f todd and the dude from east branch and uh ryan dunn from jackass and you know what i mean there was just like this, this whole group, crew yeah. the guy that brews for east branch um man it was just a crazy group of dudes so many cool people it's just funny like i, I just always end up going back to like oh yeah i know them i met them playing softball with them it's just, just kind of crazy but so as we as we get wrapped up here, this is our last episode, unfortunately, before the Christmas break. 
Yeah. We got Christmas coming up real quick. What beers do you have that are Christmas Christmas themed? People are coming over. What beers do you have in the house for Christmas that that you have out for people? My dad's coming down uh, for our family's going to be down for Christmas and he's a scotch guy. Okay. So I actually have a bottle of scotch and I'm, and I'm blanking on the name, the brand, but it's um Doers. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. No, it's not no. Doers. No. It's Glenn Fittich. Glenn Fittich oh. aged in IPA barrels, believe it or not. Oh, IPA barrels. And my dad bought it for me the last time we went to Maine, uh, knowing that I'm into craft beer. And I don't know how much IPA I got out of it, but for whatever reason, I thought it was just a fantastic scotch. So I'm really, really looking forward to having uh, cracking that bottle with him. But for me, a lot of times the holidays, man, I'm I'm looking forward to like, all right, family's around. I'm not going anywhere. I'm cracking some some heavy stouts. Yeah, it's definitely stout season. Yep. Do you have anything special that you're going to have at the house if people are coming over, Brett? Uh, so I'm doing a lot of traveling over, oh, nice. the, over the holidays, going back and forth. Um, I have a, a few beers lined up uh, with a friend that comes over uh, every year around the holidays that we, we get out of uh, the cellar. And um, I'm blanking on a lot of the names uh, off the top of my head, but we'll we'll hit up the cellar. That's a. I, I always call it my cellar. It's it's a shelf in my basement. Let's yeah, not yeah. be. <laughs> let's not be too fancy. Um, I'm definitely. Uh, I'll have some Mad Elf at the house. It's, nice. It's just. It's such a good beer to have. People always like it. You can always just crack a couple Mad Elfs open and and start the party off because it's a strong beer and it'll oh. uh, it'll come at you a little bit. Celebration Ale from sierra nevada yeah. is a decent beer to have on hand it's a wet hop ale gives you a little bit of hop it's definitely malty it's not a in your face hop beer yeah but it's definitely something that the masses can get into a little bit sam smith oatmeal stout a great one to have on hand if people are into the stouts nobody that likes stouts ever they always love sam smith's oatmeal stout to me it's the best oatmeal stout out there I need one of those. You need one. Like, one. like we should stop on the go, way go home. Go get one. Okay. Is that, you can just grab that? Yeah. You, at Wegmans, yeah. Okay. You can go pick that up. Um, Derbach, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. A good Kolsch to have on hand for people that might be Miller Lite fans. Absolutely. And we were talking earlier, the Victory Mix Pack. Get a little Victory Mix Pack. You get some Prima Pills, some Golden Monkey. Yeah. Something in there for the whole family. Absolutely. Do you, do you drink a beer when you're opening presents? No. Not usually. I feel like somebody posted that recently. He was like, hey, what are you cracking for opening presents? And I'm like, I'm probably going to just want a coffee at that point. I'm, I'm trying to wake opening up. Presents? Not yes, so yes. Yes. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get up, not down. Now, when we go over to my to my mother's house later in the evening, then I might crack a beer. Yeah, like we're going to have people over for dinner, I'm sure. Like, I'm going to crack some beers. But, but with the wife and kids, I'm probably doing orange juice. Cause I see a lot of people posting pictures like, What's that? Um, the Hardywood oh, Christmas, uh, yeah, gingerbread, yeah. Well, there's gingerbread, but I think there's a Christmas, there's a Christmas morning, morning stout, oh, oh. yeah. That I, I actually, always see people I got cracking that. and posting online Christmas morning. I got that for my brother last Christmas. That nice. was my Christmas gift to him, and I got it for him before Christmas. I never asked him if he actually had it as Christmas or not. Nice. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Listen, if you're listening to us, you already know where to find us. So thank you for listening. But if you're not yet, follow us online, uh, social media at might be brews. I'd really appreciate it. Shoot us a message, share the show, tell a friend, 
you know, whatever you can do to help spread the word, man, we'd really, really appreciate it. And we're so happy that you're listening. So thank you for letting us talk at you for a little bit and sharing this experience with us. And Taylor, thank you for uh, setting us up on the network here. This is a great time. Yeah. And, uh, thanks for having us on. Absolutely. I don't yeah. know if I said it around Thanksgiving, but I'm thankful for you and getting us on the network and, and giving us our own show. I'm thankful for you guys being here. Well, let me just say, I know it seems like uh, really fast to be taking a break. The show, this is only the fourth episode, um, but uh, we just wanted to do a break for the holidays, figure everybody's going to be busy anyway. Yeah. And um, we'll come back I've strong. Been, I've been doing this uh, for 17 weeks straight, so I'm just, I'm ready to just kind of take, you, you take a little a break. Yeah. Take a little two week break. Dude, yeah. we're, we're here recording and, and we do it every other week. So it's, it's not that crazy to us, but I just imagine that you sit here almost every day of the week yeah, in your seat with a, with a different group of people just yeah. churning out these podcasts pretty much. Yeah. But dude, it's great content, dude. Every episode this week has been awesome. Thank you. E- even Kevin Reevy calling in to might be sports <laughs> yeah. was a good episode. He oh, still did a great job. It was hysterical. Oh, he, make it's it, but, great. Yeah. But the girls are fantastic. Um, relatable radio, uh, the wives of the might be news network is a fantastic show. And, uh, I'll tell you what, dude, Allison is a sneak. She like, I, I had no idea that she's yeah. as hilarious as Yo, she, she is. Yeah. She's really funny. And she sneaky. gets me. She's sneaky. sneaky. Funny. Yeah. She's sneaky. Funny. I had no clue. And she cracks me up, especially like with her online post with like summer knocking her tree over. Yeah. Over oh and my over God. Again. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a little talk. And that's what they keeps. talk about on the show. Yeah. So <laughs> the show's fantastic uh kev danny everybody so anyway uh we're gonna be off for a little while so um you won't hear us until the new year it'll right? be probably the second or third week in january for right. you guys so everybody listening merry christmas merry christmas brett happy, happy holidays everybody thanks happy for holidays. coming out man appreciate yeah, it brett, yeah. thanks for brett, being on thanks for being here absolutely. we're definitely gonna bring you back if you're into it, absolutely, we're gonna get you bring, back. Bring Especially back. if you're bringing four KBSs. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring more verticals. Never <laughs> we were, gonna say back. We were, <laughs> we were thinking the same thing there. But uh, Merry Christmas, everybody! Happy, Happy New Year! All that good stuff. And uh, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time.